Tonight, Game 76, Celtics vs. Wizards. Welcome to Garden Party with Owen and Mark. I'm Mark, and this is Owen. And we're two lifelong Celtics fans living in L.A. For the rest of the season, we'll be posting recaps, breaking down box scores, and keeping you up to date with who's streaking, who's slumping, and who's coming in clutch. Look for new pods after every game. Tonight, the Celtics are coming into Washington to play the 11th in the East Washington Wizards. Celtics are second in the East. Obviously, they are fighting with Philly and Milwaukee for the first through third spot, but it basically feels like Embiid sat last night. They've lost three in a row. They're probably going to be out for the second spot, so they're really fighting with um, with Milwaukee for the first spot. Today, we have Big Al on the podcast, replacing Owen for one game. Here we go, Al. What's going on? What's happening, man? I'm so excited to be here. I can't believe it. Such an honor. I love it. I love being on the garden party. All right. I got my tea. I got my cookies. I'm ready to party. <laughs> um, fantastic. So uh, the Celtics are sitting only Gallo. They got Pritchard back. They got... Uh, they got um, Brogdon back. They got everybody gone. Uh, unfortunately, the Wizards have Beal sitting, Kuzma sitting, and um, uh, uh, who else? Monte. Um, let's see. So Beal and Kuzma are sitting. Daniel Gafford and Monte Morris are questionable. So um, it's basically going to be the um, Porzingis, mm-hmm. Kispert, mm-hmm. and a bunch of, bunch of scrubs. Not scared. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, it should be another blowout. I mean, if the Celtics are at full strength, then... Washington doesn't have its two best players. I mean, we should be seeing them up by 20 in the first quarter and like 30 by halftime. That's I mean, right. That's what should happen. Uh, totally. That's exactly what should happen, especially you're at this part of the season. They're going into the, the playoffs. They need to, they could get a big lead, start to rest some players because yeah. for sure Tatum, that we're going to need Tatum and Brown playing a lot of minutes in the next three games versus the Bucks, the back-to-back with the Jazz, and then playing Philly, which is really going to solidify where they're going to land in the, in, the, in the standings. They are two games behind the Bucks. If they can beat the Bucks, then they only have to win one other um, and if and if the Bucks lose, we're yeah, right there. If they lose to Philly and the Celts, then we could be in business. That's right. Um, but I guess the other thing I'd want to say is I'm curious about Porzingis because he's a he's like you know poor man's Giannis, like really poor. Yeah. But he's also like seven four. He can shoot from the outside. He was he was the unicorn and, right when he first came know, in the league. They sometimes have trouble with height, so I'm kind of curious to see like can they rebound? Can they keep him off the glass? And how do they, def- like, who defends them? How does right. Rob and Al, you know, deal with them? So I think that'd be interesting. I think that's a good point because Rob, of course, like, he has difficulty guarding at the perimeter and Porzingis can shoot the three. Yeah. So um, how do they react to that? Uh, I, like you were saying, though, fortunately, they don't have uh, their number one and number three scores in Kuzma and Beal. So even if even if there's a breakdown on, on Porzingis, they don't have a lot of help. But yeah, that'll be an interesting thing to look at. All right, cool. Are you ready to watch the game? Actually, we're going to the game. We're, we're going to head down to the game. To the game. We're going to be there live. Let's That's right. Get ready to grumble. <laughs> All right, great. Well, we will. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back from the game. Celtics lost one thirty to one eleven. It was a lackluster performance. It was uh, it was incredibly disappointing to watch. Kristaps um, Porzingis played a great game, although I'm going to um, trash talk him a little bit later for Emmanuel. Um, and uh, Jason and J- Jalen had a terrible game. Al, what did you see? I mean, it was kind of like 
our ride back from from the game where we lost you. The Celtics look lost. You know, when we, we tried, were coming we back from the after you, the game, after find you. hold on, let's let's tell them what happened. So after the game, uh, we went to the game together. Uh, there was three of us, um, and the two of them walked up, and uh, and I lost them in the crowd. And then uh, we were looking for each other. I had to make it back to um, Al's house by myself, and uh, they were struggling to find me because your phone di- your phone died. Well, that is so true, but that's less important for the meta. So that's less like, important for the metaphor. Yeah, that's important. In any event, so we're just standing around looking for Strando, just like the Celtics looking around trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the metaphor of the night. It was terrible. Um, it was really bad. So uh, you know, if if you look at the margins, which is what Joe Mazzulla always talks about, right? So we had uh, ninety three field goal attempts. They had ninety nine. We had 44 three-pointer attempts, and they had 37. So Joe's always talking about getting up more threes. We got up more threes, but we shot them at 25%. And I don't really feel like they were defended. I think they just shot horribly. Al Horford, unfortunately, had a terrible game. Al shot, let's see what Al shot. So Al shot uh, two for 10 from the field, one for seven for 14% from three. Um, Derek White, two for five from the field for 40%, but one from three from three. Uh, Marcus Smart actually shot really well. He shot five for eight from the field, four for seven from three. He actually sort of had a thing going with um, Avida, uh, who had an excellent game. He had a career-high 25 points, um, Denny Avida. Uh, he shot 62% from the field, and he shot 40% from three. He was really aggressive. I, I, I couldn't believe how well he was playing. Christoph Sporzingis was hitting tough shots over um, uh, good contests. from, But the problem was, I mean, from from my standpoint— um, every time Kristaps got the ball, there was a smaller man on him. It was either Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Derek White. Grant Williams. Or Grant Williams. I mean, even Al, like Al might start to play. They'd switch. I don't know why they switch. Um, how many minutes did Al play? Al played, um, Al played 25 minutes, so he didn't play a ton of minutes. By the way, they sat the starters in the fourth quarter. I mean, they were garbage. They should have sat them in the, at the halftime. Yeah, I thought it was, I mean, you know, it didn't seem like the Celtics grabbed one offensive rebound. It didn't seem like they had one put back, from what I could tell. Yep. And that's just, you know, Washington looked like they had way more energy and cared about the game more. And I just didn't, you know, you, you, don't, you didn't see any, heart. I don't know, heart. very aggressive defensive effort. That's right. From any of the starters. I mean, Marcus Smart a little bit, but not, but again, like not not much, and it just uh, Washington got out rebounded, and the, the, they gave up all kinds of second chance points. So I mean, that's just their Achilles. If they don't shoot well and they don't rebound, they lose. And this time it was just embarrassing. They lost by a ton. They lost by a ton. It was completely embarrassing for the starters. So this is a team, Washington Wizards. They're in eleventh place. They are outside looking in at the play-in tournament. They're not even in the play-in tournament. They are two and a half games back from the play-in tournament as of right now. So that means before the game, there were there were three games yeah. uh, back of the play-in tournament. And so they're aggressively and and they were sitting two starters with Kuz and Beal. Yeah. So definitely the Celtics look past them as we did in our pre-game sort of discussion. And um, just like we had uh, overlooked the Houston Rockets, but the Wizards, to their credit, their bench came to play. They were thrilled to get the moments. This Avida guy was killer. Chris, uh, the guy I was uh, the Porzingis hitting crazy threes. Porzingis was terrific. I thought. Yeah, he was really, really good and really aggressive. Fighting, fighting with um, with Brown. 
uh, and um, and they're actually to be honest, I, you know, I was I was happy to go to the game there. I would have loved to see a Celtics route, but I will say that team played really hard. Their fans backed them. There was a huge amount of Celtics fans in the in the what crowd. Was the turnover. Grant Williams' turnover. That no, how many quarter. turnovers were? I mean, that was terrible oh, turnover. But yeah. how many were there? It, it, it's actually the, the discrepancy was three, but the Celtics had three more. Unfortunately, b- between Tatum and Brown, we had seven turnovers. Yeah, and then it was Robert Williams, Grant Williams, Peyton Pritchard. The 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 um the backups made a push, uh, and with about five minutes left to play. Is this so, the worst game of the season? No. Which one was? New Jersey. I'm sorry, not New Jersey. Brooklyn. Brooklyn Nets was the worst game we, of the season. We had 28-point lead. We had a 28-point lead, and we I mean, shot the This bet. one's really bad. I this mean, was horrible. Because we had a shot number one seed. That's gone now. Yeah, the Milwaukee think, game is kind of important just to see you know, whether or not they have they can look good again. But, if they but they're not going to get number one seed. They, it's they, over now. I totally agree with you. If I mean, unfortunately, they conceded the number one seed by shitting the bed today against yeah, Washington. I mean, losses against Houston and Washington. Yep, and and Brooklyn. Like yeah. those are the, the those are the games that matter I mean, and they looked past them. Yeah. They thought they're better than them. They still had a shot at the number 1 and they may still, who knows? Maybe um uh, Milwaukee will look the other way, but yeah. we we can't rely on another team to do poorly in order to be, have a shot. Yeah. This is total crap and, and that means that we we're two probably and we're going to have to play Miami now with the 7. Yeah, and well we'll see. So it's not my, the first round matchup you want with this team. And this team's so inconsistent, who knows? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, Miami is not having the year they did last year. Miami is having yeah. a tougher season, but it doesn't matter. They yeah. know how to play the Celtics. They know how to play them tough. Jimmy Butler always brings it in the playoffs. So, yeah, I'd be worried to play them for sure. And Missoula, did, why did Missoula not play Williams in the Rob Williams in third quarter? I thought that was odd. I, who knows? You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Missoula is doing. I, like, I, I've talked to you, Al, before about this, where I just feel like our biggest problem this year is Ime. The fact that Ime, who had a he, he had a way of talking to these players and motivating these yeah. players, and getting them to play great defense. And Joe, I think, has a. Um, I think Joe is an excellent assistant coach. He doesn't know yet. He's just a, he's just learning to be a head coach. So, yeah. and I don't think he knows how to motivate players. I think he knows what he knows about numbers and about how they should come around. And because of that, you can have a seventy percent winning percentage in the regular season. Over the course of a full season, but can you win tonight? Tonight they needed to win. Did he make adjustments during the game? Not really. Yeah, I mean, to me, that second team that came in at the kind of with like ten minutes left in the fourth quarter gave them a little bit of energy. Like, they, why Missoula doesn't go to that totally crew earlier when the first team is playing terribly? If the first team is is proving to you that they are they don't care about this game or they're looking, they think they're better they're than this not team with energy. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just, Tatum spent more time complaining to the refs than he did scoring baskets. And yeah. he actually had a decent game. So he had 28 points. He shot 57% from the field. He shot 28% from three, so not great from the three. Um, but then go find a way. He did. Could you get to the line? Sure, except he only got there four times. So he did not get to the line. Yeah, and this is, with Porzingis back there, it's harder for the Celtics to, like, drive to the basket. And so it just kind of bodes, like... Uh, not well for what will happen with Milwaukee, but we'll see. It's just so funny because I think that match. Yeah, I mean, Willow, even Willow my wants, dog's mad. Willow's incensed. Um, yeah, that's right, Willow. So um, the 
you know, matchup to matchup, it's so different. I think, as I've said before, we are sort of built to play against Milwaukee's. We've actually played them well this season. We might even play them well in the next game. But I think over the course of seven games, we have so many weaknesses that uh, a really good coach, Spolstra, from Miami in the first round, will find a way to push push at them right. and, um, and I think gain advantages. Can the Celtics still get by it? Sure. Can they get by the 76ers? I think so because when I've seen, you know, obviously recently with Embiid hurt, um, they haven't looked like a great team and it, he, they are so um, focused on the ability of Embiid. Obviously they have Harden, but it's clear that he drives the team. So maybe we you can squeak Tatum by that. Is going to shoot forty percent again from three? You think we're we're going to see that? In you mean in uh, this year? Yeah, this year. Uh, maybe I don't know. He doesn't seem to be able to right now. Yeah, so I, I don't see, understand I can't it. Believe how his shot has been so bad now for so long. I mean, from three. Yeah, my my theory on Tatum has been that, and I, and I think I probably said it here on the pod before, but my theory on Tatum is this: he's getting everything he wants out of this season. He had the number one team in basketball for a large portion of the season. He was in the conversations for MVP. He was MVP of the All-Star Game. He personally is probably seeing this as a successful season. He's leading. He's, he's lead, he has the highest average per, uh, points in Celtics history. So they could have playoff success, and this will be technically a successful season, but he is not playing his best basketball. He is not a winner. I don't see him as a winner. Do you see him as a winner? I, I mean, you know, he's made it to three conference finals and then he made it to one final, so he has a pretty good resume. Okay, but can you did can you can he beat can he beat can he beat Brooklyn when the, he doesn't when the, we don't really have it going on? Well, I mean, this, uh, that's 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 interesting. What like last year against Brooklyn in the playoffs, I thought he, he was incredible. Great. He was incredible. He was better than KD. Yeah, he gets yeah, up for I big mean, games. Incredible Milwaukee series. Like, that Tatum is not here right now. No, I, I and to be fair, I don't know that I've seen him this season except maybe against a terrible team. Yeah, I have I mean, to go back. You know, I honestly have to go back and look at all the individual yeah, games. Yeah, the first twenty six. You know, they're twenty one and five to begin the season. Tatum was really good, and well, he shot well. But everybody was shooting well. It's so interesting. I wonder yeah. if they come off of the summer having worked on their game, and now they just have less practice, more playing, more rest for injuries, and then they're playing, but they're not getting as much practice in. They're not getting as many balls up. I, I wonder what it is. I don't really know, but I wonder. Yeah. It was it was brutal. It was bad. Uh, it was really bad. <laughs> It was an ugly game, and I will say this also, um, by going to the game, concessions in the NBA is awful. I mean, I think I missed the entire third quarter. Like, they were, they were down 20 at halftime, and, or, and I, was, it, I was maybe four minutes into the third, and I'm like, all right, they're down 20. I'm going to run out real quick, grab an ice cream, be back. <laughs> I didn't get back till the end of the third. It, they were still down 20, and then they put in the scrubs. So I didn't actually get to see the game as closely as I have been for the rest of the season, but, I, I, but it doesn't really seem like I missed a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, you didn't miss much. Third quarter was a disaster. <laughs> yeah. And then we came back for the fourth with the second team, and all of a sudden, that was the one, there was one moment of like a little bit of energy on the Celtics part, and that was with the second team. Yeah. I, as as a fan, like just as a fan who wants to get behind the team, yeah. I want to see Celtics fans there. Uh, there were a ton of Celtics fans. There, there actually, the, a chant, a, a "Let's Go Celtics" chant broke out in the subway when I was on the uh, heading back after the game alone because you yeah. guys lost me. Um. But the um, the as a fan, I want to see people play hard. I love it when Blake gets out there and he dies for balls. I was thrilled to see Peyton out there, um, and he was playing really hard. Yeah, he good. Luke was playing hard. Uh, Muscala was playing hard, even though Owen hates Muscala. Um, and uh, and 
that type of energy and crowd involvement, and then if you get the starters back in with that kind of energy, I feel like that can shift stuff. And Missoula doesn't really play with that. Missoula really just plays with numbers. Get more balls up. Because I don't know if you remember, but there was early they got were getting a lot of offensive rebounds. I don't know if you yeah. remember that one sequence where it was basically a three, a miss, a rebound, back, back out. Oh, yeah. To a three from from Horford miss, three from Brown miss. It just it just sort of like went around the, the circle. Washington got the ball and, ran and then down Washington the court got the ball and, got and a, actually hit got a, three. a basket. No, they were because they were shooting like and and people honestly like. So it was it was Kristaps um, and Denny Avida, and then Kispert shot fifty percent from three, um, and then the you know Monty Morris had nineteen points. He had a really great game. He was he was sort of questionable before the game. Yeah. Um, I've never even seen that guy before, and he ran by the Celtics for like ten laps. Blue, blue by like yeah. not even like literally, like rocked them to sleep and blew by them, got to the rim, and that's a problem that they have throughout the entire season. I feel like, right? So they that's just, a real, they, real. Yeah, we have, and that's you know what? There's like the help defense isn't there. The defensive identity isn't there, and certainly the help defense. So there's a lot of like individual the team defense. Doesn't seem to be there, and obviously they sort of are hoping for Rob to be back there to sort of, you know, uh, yeah, uh, change he, shots, he block only shots. Twenty minutes, and that's right. You know, it doesn't play the third quarter. You know, you, that was an opportunity to come back, cut it to ten, cut it to eight. You know, and then they blew it. The they blew it. The Wizards blew it up to twenty three, twenty. You know, so yeah, they just, just, and they didn't have a shot at that terrible. point. It was a really bad game, and especially at this point in the season, you can sort of you could sort of talk your way out of. And earlier, you know, just after the All Star break, okay, maybe they're just trying to get into. I thought that the last, I thought that the, the shortness of post All Star break to the playoffs was going to be a really strong push for them, just like it was last year. Right. And I kept waiting for it. And I kept waiting for it. And then we had that disaster with Cleveland and New York and New York, and we had um, the disaster with Houston and the disaster with Brooklyn, and um, and it's not going away. So yeah. my feeling right now is this is a Lucky if we get past um, Philly, um, almost definitely not able to get past Brooklyn. Playing like this, I mean, I guess uh, get past Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Playing like this. Milwaukee is playing great basketball. They should watch Milwaukee games every Don't night. you kind of feel like I got, I got fooled, like, you know, it's like that saying, you know, fool, fool me, me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Because like I got fooled again. I saw this last couple of games. I said, "Okay, they're turning it around." Yeah. And then they just reverted back to like that style of basketball where they just take three after three after three. They miss them all. Yeah. And the team, the other team, just is not as good, but they take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. And and if if you bought like if you fell for that, the putting three together in a row is great, right? They won three. They had three games in a row, all over twenty point wins. But they were against the worst defenses in the league and the worst rebounding teams in the league. Yeah. And 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 by the way, um, uh, Washington is not. They are mid range. They are fifteenth. Their their rankings are in the fifteens for most of the different um, categories. So they are twenty third in points per game themselves, and they're sixteenth in opponent points per games. So. They're not thirtieth in opponents' points per games with like these other teams where we were putting up 130 points. Um, and again, I think I think our guys are head cases. I think they like literally look past them. It's not an excuse. It's just bullshit. Yeah. So I'm frustrated. Al's frustrated. Willow is certainly frustrated. Willow barked three times and <laughs> took off. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure Owen's frustrated wherever he is. Oh, man, Owen's going to be happy he didn't have to watch that game. Do yeah. a pod. <laughs> it was fucking sad. It was awful. So um, it is, uh, I'm really sorry that that was the game that I got you on the pod for. I'm going to have to get you in on another yeah, game later in the season. we're going to have to do a better game at some point. That's right. We'll, we'll zoom you in. Uh, and, um, but thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Hey, there's no greater honor than being a guest <laughs> on the garden party. That's right. The garden party with Owen and Mac. Um, all right. Uh, so the next, Owen, we wish you were here. We do always, uh, next game, Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, it's sort what, of like, I don't what even, what are we going to, what to expect? I know. How do I even get excited for it when they can't put up anything against the, um, the wizards? I would say, what do I want? I wanted to win. Do I expect to win now? No. Now I want them to just play some like serious basketball. And even then, mm-hmm. I'm angry at them if they're able to play a good game against Milwaukee when they put up this turd against uh, yeah against the Wiz. There is a you know they're inconsistent, but they do seem to care more about like the high profile games. Yeah, so that's, that, who, who they knows? do. They actually have a very good record against the top teams. Yeah. Um, but that's again, I feel like I don't care. That's not a team I get really excited about rooting yeah. for. I want to see them push as hard as I feel like we push as fans. That's all. Yeah. All right. Well, so that'll be in a couple of days. Owen and I will be back together. We'll be uh, Can I ask you in one the last same question. Room. Yeah, please ask him as many as you what like. What was the worst loss? This loss or the Beaver Country Day loss to Mamadis? Mamani's Our was senior brutal. year. Mamani's were brutal. And let me tell you about the Mamani's game. <laughs> I actually had a great game in the, in the Mamani's day. That was probably my best game of the season, although I had a great game. I think against I had an Al Horford type game. <laughs> you mean like this one? Like this one. <laughs> um, I had a great game and I missed a late putback uh, for two that probably turned the tide on the game and I kind of lost that game for us. Coach Thurm, where are you? I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> we should have so won that game. I'm taking credit for the Mamonides loss. Uh, I want to congratulate the uh, the young men of Mamonides. They played great that game. That was the best. The, the, that was the greatest victory they ever had at school. <laughs> Although it should be noticed, Rand was the only non-Jew on the floor. <laughs> That's true. Um, Okay, well, I'm glad we got into Judaism today, and, uh, <laughs> and we'll see you in two days. Shalom. This podcast is produced by Mark and Owen. New episodes drop the day after every game. Special thanks to Al for jumping on the podcast while Owen was away. Owen and I will be back together for the Bucks game on the 30th. <laughs>